This is Elisha's TMA Clip of the Day. President Obama and this administration is 100% certain uh, in the role that Russia played in trying to sow doubt uh, and confusion uh, and getting involved through the cyber domain into our electoral process. There's no question about that. Uh, and that's not just an assessment uh, by the president or by Secretary Kerry uh, or other cabinet officials. It's an assessment by the entire intelligence community. Uh, the, the information is there and it's rock solid. And, there, and we obviously would not have pursued the measures that we pursued uh, without that level of certainty. So, so yes, we are 100 percent certain. Jennifer Horn, when you have, which sounds like their consensus with the intelligence community, certainly he characterizes it as such against Trump. All of these professional intelligence career folks against Trump on an issue here that, that at least to the, the authority seems to be pretty cut and dry is becoming more difficult to appreciate Trump's position that there was no hacking or that it's a rubbish piece of news. Well, I think it's really what struck me. I watched most of the interview with Julian Assange and with Sean Hannity last night. And what struck me about all of this is what a language game this has turned into. And everybody is using the specific layout of the words that they use to formulate a political offensive on their opponents. And what I think is interesting is I believe Julian Assange last night when he was talking to Sean Hannity saying he was not given the information by Russia. Now, never once did he say that the information emanated from Russia. Or he didn't say that he wasn't paid by Russia. He, he he basically just said that he did not get the information from any from Vladimir Putin, from any surrogate of Vladimir Putin, or from any state. But was that he means, paid? That means that the information could have come from someone in the DNC, as he sort of led you to believe, as he as he said, maybe well, it was someone from the to DNC. Think that it was that that young but kid that is, was mugged and murdered. And, and maybe it was. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories floating around. We'll never know, probably. But the idea is is that this could very well be what everybody is saying it is. And there could be a shred of truth in everything. It could have been Russia that hacked. Julian Assange could have gotten it from some other source other than Russia. I mean, if the information's out there, the information's out there. And I think it's very reasonable for Donald Trump to actually say, let's let's hear all the sides because maybe Russia did hack. Maybe someone sold this right, information. A- you never know. It's coming from all different places. Does that make sense? It does make and sense. And everybody's using the language. You hear Obama using it. You hear the media saying that the election was, was somehow interfered with by Russia where we don't really have any proof that the outcome of the election was interfered with by Russia. My issue with your analysis is that Trump is not saying, well, uh, I don't hear, at least I don't feel like Trump is saying, uh, well, let's wait for the investigation and we'll find out. I hear Trump saying, as he said to Chris Wallace on Fox News, I don't believe it. I don't think it's true. When you have that type of bias, and that's what it is, going into a question, going into an unanswered investigation arena when you come out saying don't believe it well you're kicked off that if, if you're downtown at the jury at, at the courthouse they kick you off that jury because you're a biased juror if you say i don't believe it C- well, it couldn't have happened i think the biggest problem with that is one uh the friendliness that the trump that trump personally seems to have toward putin or the kind of general respect or awe that he has of him which is definitely concerned i mean we talked about that on the show yesterday but in addition to that you also i think want a, a president elect soon to be president of the united states in 16 days you know once his hand is off the bible he's the dude in charge and thank god it ain't hillary clinton but he still needs to prove to me that he's worthy of that and and there's an element of you need to be able to have that clean slate of trusting or the decision making of you think putin is smart 
You don't think that he's smart enough to try to play you. And once again, just because they did this to your enemy, just because it was the DNC that was hacked, we still don't have evidence well, that the RNC wasn't hacked. They attempted to hack the RNC. There is evidence that the that whoever this was, according Russia, to Reince Priebus, right, that this was that there was an attempt. I mean, John Podesta fell for a phishing email. That's what. Yeah. Ha- that's what. But allowed by the way, the I think I DNC. think I mean, look at the power that Anonymous and other hackers have. I think that even if John Podesta hadn't ha- laughably like at this point, laughably fallen for that hacking email that the WikiLeaks and everybody still would have gained access. I mean, I think if, it, if this is Russia, we definitely need to tackle it. I, 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 mean, well, I, I, I think I there's nothing no, bigger. There's nothing there's, more significant than a foreign government. And I have, but when the when Democrats are feigning moral outrage about Russian hackings into the election, when they're not denying all of the wrongdoing that was actually uncovered during those DNC leaks, it's like, yeah, let's deal with the with the saint. Let's deal with Russia. Let's talk about sanctions. That's all very valid conversation. But let's also not sweep under the rug, rug that if there wasn't anything to leak, this wouldn't be a story. There was stuff to leak here. Uh, the last thing I'll say, and then maybe Alicia, you have the last word on this. Uh, uh, to me, I don't view this Russian hacking story as an internal political domestic story. I'm, I view it as a security. as a national security sure. international story, and maybe that's the difference. It's, I think it's a little of both. It's okay. Totally a national security story. And I think that there have been people, like whether it's Dennis Prager or our colleague Ben Shapiro, who have talked about do you talk about something that has been stolen? Like, do you, or like the, and we had this argument, remember, Brian, when we had the, uh, what's the, Donald Sterling tapes? Yeah, that's Because right. they were recorded without his knowledge. Mm-hmm. Was it, should it really have been something that was such a big story? Obviously, the stuff in the DNC was despicable, disgusting, anti-Semitic, anti-Christian. Well, it impacted the list goes the on and on. I mean, you could say that the stuff uh, you in could, there also influenced you the election. Could, I mean, but there was a plethora of things that impacted the election. Hillary's untrustworthy numbers, her sure. not being trans transparent, the Comey letters and then the Comey letters. You know, I, th- I think our colleague Hugh Hewitt is accurate when he said the increase of Obamacare subsidies 10 days before the election, the list goes on and on and on. So to say that this is solely the only thing that impacted the election, I don't think that that's applicable. But I do, I hate to say this, but I do agree with Brian Whitman. This is not a Republican versus Democrat thing. This is a national security thing. And I would feel much more confident and safe in our president-elect if he seemed to be taking it more seriously instead of spreading accolades about how smart Putin is on Twitter. Thanks for listening to my TMA clip of the day. And don't forget to tune in to The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman, Ben Shapiro, and me, Alicia Krause.